This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Here we go. It is our number two of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And uh, joining us now is one of the most recognizable personalities in sports broadcasting over the last 25 years at least. Epic run on SportsCenter, 88-98. to 98. He was with the OGs. He was with Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann and entertaining our pants with his catchphrases. He kidded <laughs> because he cared, okay? <laughs> and then remember. we loved his shows on Fox as they went head-to-head with ESPN in the 90s and 2000s. And he is just stuck there. He's an absolute star of the of the sports uh, broadcasting world. Chris Myers here with us on 105.3 The Fan. Sir. Well, that deserves a wow. Thank you for that introduction. That's uh, well, you know, I I was a kid, you know, and I don't I, I'm not, I'm no longer a kid. Um, but you know, there's certain people that you you run into when you uh, get into this business that you remember from when you were a kid. And it hits different when I see you, Chris Myers. It does. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. It, it was th- those 90s, you know, for ESPN, and you mentioned some of the guys. I mean, I, I still refer to them as the golden years because SportsCenter, remember, that that was it. You, yeah. Other than your it local was. news or your local radio, you didn't there, – there wasn't 24-hour sports, just like CNN broke through with, with news. And, and at the time, we didn't have events. We didn't carry baseball or college football, but we did all the highlights. And it was like the people behind the scenes and, and the people that were anchoring. And, and when, I, when I got in there from local sports, I'd worked in Miami. In, in, in New Orleans, but we were all sports fans and really got, they, was, they weren't cutting us for weather or news, we were on and, and we could talk about it, watch the games and then go on the air and catchphrases became catchphrases because that's what we said to the guys while we were watching. You know, oh, and they're wow. like, hey, that, you know, that, that, that works, you could try that and if it didn't work, you, you wouldn't go with it. So those were some great years and obviously going over to Fox when they began and then beyond the Simpsons, it was the NFL and they have since added NASCAR and football and soccer, etc. And now we have all these other, that's why they're just not as dominant. It's not a knock on ESPN or SportsCenter, but yeah. there's the MLB network, the NFL network, tennis oh, yes. channel, et cetera, et cetera, golf channel. So you have a lot of choices to go. But it was it was a, it was a great time and a, and a really fun time. So thank you for remembering. I, I still yeah. have people, and they're like, hey, I watched you as a kid. I'm like, well, wait a yeah. minute. Am I that old? I'm not <laughs> that long. I mean, I Aging feel, both of us here. Yeah, yeah that's right. But uh, but it was it's fun. The business is fun. It's changed a lot. It's evolved. You know, I mean, we yeah. Radio Row is streaming and Podcast Row as well here, right? Yes, we sir. still have a lot going on for Super Bowls. And you're here with uh, Synergenics, and we look forward to talking about that as well. But you've been with NFL on Fox for so long, and you've, you've been a, uh, on the sideline for some of the biggest moments yes. in, in Super Bowl history. What are your favorite memories? Well, I was mentioning before we came on, uh, the most immediate was the sideline with the Chiefs and 49ers in Miami, that Fox Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Andrews had the the other side, and I had Kansas City, and they were trailing in the game, and, and uh, you know, uh, the emergence of Mahomes again against what was a dominant 49er defense, just getting the ball downfield more with Tyreek Hill. And then the moment after, Andy Reid, who is you know, already yeah. a Hall of Fame coach, but just the joy in his, in his face to interview him. And the, 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 uh, his wife comes in in the middle of the interview, and, right. and, and, and you know, we're trying to talk a little football and appreciate it. Then Mahomes comes in and pats him on the back. And those are kind of cool moments that stand out. But probably two other ones that jump out at me, and they both involve the Patriots. I had the Patriots sideline when they had their perfect season 
and before they lost at the Super Bowl oh, to the Giants. Wow. And that was afterwards, you know, Bill Belichick, I have to do the losing coach, and he really didn't want to do it. And so the league, I mentioned something like, well, I'll get Randy Moss, and he's angry. Who knows what he'll say live? And they're like, hold on, we'll bring Bill out. And they got Bill out. So, uh, and, then I, and then I had the Patriots come back against Atlanta, on that yeah, sideline wow. when it was 28-3. And, of course, Bill was very warm at halftime as, uh, you know, you try to get information to relay it. Uh, but Brady, there was a sense of an, of calm uh, for what the score was. I'm looking like, wow, they're going to get blown. You know, Atlanta's really going to. And then he let them back, and I had to fight through. Uh, they, they let media down at the end of the regulation but it, because they didn't know it was going overtime. And so there were much more than normal, and it was a trampling scene. If you go back to the video, I had to fight through. Our security guy got trampled. I lost our producer. But we got to Brady moments after and just talking to him about, you know, that coming back, but also the redemption, a little bit of what went on, the criticism of the flake gate, and he had, he had an illness in the family. So there were other emotional factors, but that, that moment will always stand out because it's the only overtime Super Bowl you know, we really had in terms of a team rallying from, from down 28-3. So this one I think is going to be close. I think it's going to be entertaining. Chris, which is more difficult to deal with, cold weather as a sideline reporter or a rain delay Ooh. in auto racing? <laughs> Or Bill Belichick. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Or Bill, or Bill. Belichick. Yeah, well, well. especially losing at halftime. No, no, you do yeah. a tremendous job. I'm, a, I'm an auto racing fan, and I really the stories you tell about you taking your your books and learning about NASCAR, NASCAR yes. and all that is just wonderful. And you've done a hell of a job with that. And thank you as a race fan for all you've done. You well, just, you've made those guys shine. Well, thank you. You really have. Growing up, I mean, my brothers were big NASCAR guys, and I knew I was an outsider when they called me a stick and ball guy. I'm like, well, come on. <laughs> They're like, stop watching football. Come yeah. out to the races with us. So uh, it was an easy adjustment uh, because as the pre-race host and sure. post-race, you get to talk, and then you let the guys in the booth kind of kind of handle their thing. So uh, the toughest adjustment, Bill Belichick called his last game, by the way, as a Patriot head coach. It was a weird, quirky thing in the schedule when they played the Jets, and we didn't know in the snow in Foxborough that it was going to definitely be his last game, but right. we had had a hint, and he and he was very, I got to say, he was as gracious and as warm as I'd ever talked to him before a game. Talked about his, his family, his kids, talked about the first concert he went to, uh, which was, he talked about almost going to Woodstock. Imagine that, Bill yeah. Belichick and Woodstock. Amazing. So and, and a little bit, and, and some football stuff, so that was kind of interesting. But your question was the, uh, the most challenging thing, yeah. and I, I think the rain fill was always fun because I had notes, and we had our Hollywood right. Hotel, and we'd bring in drivers. What was the other part of what the most uh, challenging? Uh, the cold weather you have to so, deal with. Like oh, you, yeah, you get a Green a, Bay yes, game, yeah, during Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I was on that sideline when Des Bryant, I think, caught the pass. And yeah, thank you, cold thank it you was. Chris. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I've been in cold. Yeah, I, in fact, I, I'm a guy from, from warm weather, and I, I couldn't dress enough. And I was standing, <laughs> I would share the gas heater with the punter sometimes on the sideline. And I stood too close, and it was the punter. I think it was for the Panthers. Anyway, he said, hey, you know, you're on fire. And I was like, oh, he thinks I'm a good reporter. He goes, no, your coat is smoking. And I got too close, oh, and no. it really, they had to run somebody. It was really flaming. The, the long, it was one of those gas heaters, so I'm yeah. not used to that. So I would say that's probably the uh, the most challenging thing I got used to, that cold weather. Uh, but I love cold weather outdoor football. That, that That's something as a fan I've always enjoyed. It's Chris Myers here on the A number one air hot seat, Zach. What do you think, uh, now having been on the sideline for Brady Super Bowls, Mahomes Super Bowls, you're starting to get this comparison now. Is Mahomes close into that conversation of the greatest of all time. Is it fair to 
to put him in the Brady realm yet? Yeah, I, I think you can put him in the ballpark, but I, oh, it's, it's way out of line to try to move him ahead and say that Mahomes is the best ever. I mean, and I, it took me a while to believe in Brady as the best ever. What really sold it was going to Tampa and, and winning that Super Bowl for the Bucks after all those years. It just showed you the, the difference. And oh, you talk about the best quarterbacks. I got to cover early in my career, even some of Joe Montana, mm -hmm. Steve Young, and, and those 49er teams. Uh, so, so those, when you talk about the best quarterbacks of all time, if you want to go back a little bit, Staubach was was uh, one of the uh, one of the, one of my favorites as well. But I think we have to wait till he finishes his career. I, I think he's a better athlete than I think even Tom Brady would admit that. And as people tried to split the difference, oh well, uh, you know, really Mahomes is better. Uh, you can say Brady's the most accomplished, however you want to call it. What what Brady has been able to do, uh, and even Mahomes admitted, hey, seven is a, still a long way off here, you know. But what Mahomes has done in a short time, he really has created a dynasty. So I yes, best in the game right now. Uh, and maybe in the last five since he's taken over as a starter. Uh, but all time, not there yet. I'd like to see what he does at the end of the career. He doesn't have to surpass seven Super Bowl titles. Sure. But he's going to have to come close, at least in my point of view. Well, now Brady's about to be your coworker. Yes. Uh, how much do you expect him to be dominant in the booth like he was on the field? I don't know about dominant. I remember when Troy Aikman made the transition, and, and he worked in the world back then, the World Football League offseason while he was still playing to work on some of the broadcast skills. And I know that Tom Brady... Uh, is working hard off camera to go through rehearsals. You can't really, it's almost like practice versus a game. You can watch a game, and I've done a lot of uh, tryouts with different players who wanted to get into broadcasting. We put a big monitor up and you play the sound. You don't tell them which game you're going you're gonna to go, and you, you just see how they do kind of a thing. So he's put the time and energy in on that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that his voice is going to have to cut through. If you see him on a studio show, it's Tom Brady. You see his face. But when he's calling a game, there's the crowd noise. There's all the other action. The voice has to cut through. And once you know it's Brady, well, then you'll listen and pay more attention. I think he'll be fine. I know in a few of the production meetings, I didn't call a lot of his games over the years, but for the Super Bowls, when he'd sit around Troy Aikman and, and, and really talk football with us, uh, he had a passion. He had a great understanding of personnel. Uh, he knew the game as well as anybody like, like Peyton Manning going back. So that part will be easy for him, fitting it in between the snaps of, of the football and the action. And, you know, those guys, they see five things at once when we see just one. So they have to pick the best thing that fits the picture or that the point they want to make in between so that they don't run through the snap of, of the football. So I, I, I'm anxious to see. I mean, he's, he's got more publicity, but he hasn't even taken a snap yet, yeah. right, in terms of calling a game. Uh, but I think that he'll be fine. Chris, where do you think um, sports and television is going? What direction are we what are we dealing with right now? We, you know, we, the commissioner's talking about streaming platforms and all these things. Where do you think television sports is going? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I, I was not happy. I get it uh, with, with Peacock and the money and that type of thing. But I just, I, I still think television, when people have the choice to watch a football game, whether it's in a bar or in your home, other than being at the game, you, you want to watch it on a, on a big screen. However, uh, we get it. I mean, being mobile and on the move and our phone, that's the next best thing. I mean, I love the YouTube thing with the done with that. It's incredible to be able to watch games and move through it. What's next? I mean, the streaming thing has already gone faster than I thought it would, but it hasn't yet replaced television in, in that regard. And uh, I, I know that they talk about younger viewers. Uh, I think there's room for both. Uh, just like, you know, when, when television broke in, at least from what I read and studied in school, <laughs> from when television broke in from radio, it's like, hey, radio's going to go away. It's going to replace radio. Uh, no, that hasn't happened in the electronic media. Now, the newspaper industry, that's a different story, but obviously because of you can go digital. So, so it's still existing. It's just not what we knew it once was. I do think Manning 
broadcast, different angles of games you'll be able to watch, which you can do now, but maybe on a regular basis, you'll be able to do all, all of that and be able to choose if you want an all 22 camera or back of the quarterback and put cameras in different places. The technology is what I think will improve the most. Chris, we had uh, one of your coworkers, Clarissa Thompson, of course, oh, during yeah. the middle of the season that came up with the sideline report and maybe making up uh, a, a story, depending on if a coach was willing to talk or not. How challenging is that? Try, especially, you mentioned the Super Bowl with Bill Belichick, might not be the easiest to get information from. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of talking to the coach at halftime, and I'm not knocking what other networks do, but I, I, I think trying to interview the guy coming out of mm -hmm. a quarter or a half, he, he's not really going to give you as much uh, I mean, you could read his face, but I always thought talking to those guys, whether it was Andy Reid at a half or Bill Belichick, that that or Mike Tomlin, I had that game in in, in Dallas, in Texas, there with uh, the Packers. I had his his sideline. Uh, I think you can get more information, and they're a little bit more honest. And and what you're doing is you're not making anything up. You're paraphrasing, right? And you're you're listening to the first half what your analysts are saying. You're trying to figure out what questions need to be asked. Other than the is there a guy who's injured? Is a guy who might get benched? You know, other than your basic. No, cut back on the penalties and let's block a little better. It's Chris Myers here with you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the game. And we are in Vegas. I don't know how much you can talk about wagering in your role. Is it encouraged? Is it tolerated? I'm, I'm not sure these days. The lines have been blurred. But <laughs> they have been. for me, I could see not betting. I, I don't know if I could get myself to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I, I think it's now in, in a Tom Brady situation where I, I don't care what the numbers say, at least at this point with where these teams are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Mahomes is the difference maker, and which is why 49ers should not be favored. Even though I happen to be leaning in their direction a little bit, it yeah. should be either the Chiefs are favored or it's nobody favored. But, you know, the odds are posted the way the money goes mm -hmm. and the way they want people to drive it. I, and I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring first half. Uh, I think, and I'm, I'm relating a little bit to when I covered the 49ers Chiefs last time, Mahomes is still there, and Mahomes is still great. The Chief defense has been the story all year with right. them. I mean, that's how they could win on the road. And, and Mahomes, to his credit, has adjusted to short passing game, and, and that, that you know, he, he's a great player no matter what he has to deal with yeah. it at the receiver position. Uh, I think the 49er offensive skill set is outstanding. Uh, their defense concerned me a little bit in the last, in their two playoff games, that they got run on so mm -hmm. much, so consistently. Yeah. And, and I heard, I think it was Kittle this week already, said, hey, we needed that wake-up call. We won by double digits during the year, got a little bit cocky, and, and we need to, to toughen up in, in that regard. So, and, and Brock Purdy, he's got the, yeah, he's got the nerves of a, of a burglar at Fort Knox. I mean, he, <laughs> he'll throw a ball right in the middle, and even if it's picked, he'll come back. He's, he'll hang in there. And then uh, the new element, that uh, only because it was there, his running helped win that game against Detroit. If he didn't run like he ran, I mean, I don't know that they, they come out of there with, with a victory. But I'm with you at the end of the day. I mean, the quarterback is it. Andy Reid, an extra week of time. He's always good off a of bye week as a coach. Kyle Shanahan's got a little history, whether it was with Atlanta as an OC or the head coach the last time with the Niners. But Purdy's an upgraded quarterback for them, and what they've shown coming back says to me that we're in for a wild one. And I, I could see the 49ers rallying as long as they don't let Mahomes have the ball last. Uh, then they have a chance of winning it. Chris Myers, NFL on Fox. Okay, why does your Wikipedia say you were born in 1959 or 60? Uh, I try to move that way up into like the <laughs> 70s. No, I don't know why. Okay. I, I didn't put, it's funny, you're not in control of those pages. Other okay. people are. Somebody had it there that said I was a vegetarian because my dad was a butcher when I grew up, and I, was, I had to call them and say, that's not true. <laughs> my dad worked for the post office, I, and, I, and I love hamburgers. I mean, so they removed that. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I, said that, I said, we don't need to put that. And I'm like, no, I, I just want to set the record straight. So people like, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want the uh, beef society to come after me. 
<laughs> I, so you can't, the, the bottom line is, and I have to always check this too when we're looking with players and you research things for games, you don't you don't always believe what's written there. Uh, you have to kind of confirm different things. But it, no, it was 1959 when it was, when it was actually born. So. Okay, yeah. we know Al Michaels is a big steak guy, and he's eating steaks and I believe shrimp in the booth like during halftime of games. <laughs> and it's doesn't Chris, eat vegetables, right? Yeah, no vegetables. That's the, yeah, that's oh. the thing that, uh, is that on his Wikipedia page? If you <laughs> better be. Sure. You know? it's okay. a, he's a true All-American hero because of it. But uh, I, I'm curious, is Chris Myers doing any eating at halftime in the booth uh, when calling games? No, but I am a big, I'm an iced tea fanatic. I oh, mean, I, I just, I, I li- I, when I wake up, I, if I don't have it, I get the shakes. I mean, it's really, <laughs> uh, you know, and so, there, you know, uh, there, there's, and I'm a real stickler about iced tea. Dunkin' Donuts is better than Starbucks iced tea. Uh, McDonald's <laughs> is better than Burger King. I mean, Bojangles, uh, you know, in and out uh, in Texas. It's Whataburger. Their iced tea is very good. Taco yeah. Casa, so, bro. So. And Chicken Express. Chicken, chicken Express. Express. Okay. I'm serious. You're oh, yeah, chicken oh, yeah. Well. Chick-fil-A has great iced tea. And yes. I'm not a big, like, if you say sweet tea in the South, it's like so much sugar. So you got to, like, half and half, half it, and you half. know, a little bit. Yeah. Or you just add something. But iced tea is what I, if I don't have that, and they always tease me in the truck, too. They'll hear me in a break. It could be like a, you know, it's a, it's a 28-28 game of the fourth quarter. And I'm like, and I, and I'm like Chris, you okay? And I'm like, they can hear me say, can I get a fresh iced tea? You know, like, <laughs> You'll be all right, Chris. Just hang on. Let's hey, get we're, the okay, game. we're getting to wrap it up. Oh, we've got to give you a chance to talk uh, w- about Synergenics. Yeah, and, and uh, Synergenics, it's really low T, your testosterone. You get a little older, your energy goes, uh, even if you eat right and exercise. So uh, they will, if you go, and I'll give you the website, fixmylowt.com. Synergenics is the company, fixmylowt.com. Within about 20, 25 minutes, uh, they'll check, tell you your testosterone levels to see what kind of help you need. Uh, it is medically supervised, and most health insurance companies cover you for the treatment, whether you're battling depression, uh, whether lack of energy, uh, get up into your 30s, and women too, but uh, for men, that's the age range, and it can also be preventative if you're just not feeling uh, up to uh, up to your best. So uh, go to fixmylowtea.com, keep your energy where it needs to be. Thank you, sir. Enjoy my, my your pleasure. Week. Thank you. Yeah, it's always so good to see you. Thank you. Enjoy the game. Yes, sir, we will. You do too. There he goes, Chris Myers with us here on your Home of the Cowboys 105.3, the fan on that A number one air hot seat. And we are having a fantastic time, of course, Wolchuk. Our coverage is brought to you by Low T Center and Best Buy Windows and Siding. And we're back with the NFL news of the day here on 105.3, the fan. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.